This week on The Uncommon Truth, we're continuing with the main points of the Father's House Church, and we're asking what it means to rely on Jesus alone for salvation. When we talk about salvation, what do we really mean? How can we know that we're trusting in Jesus? And what other things might we be tempted to trust in? All that and more this week on The Uncommon Truth, and stay tuned for a little preview. So I think in that crowd of Christians, you say salvation is by Jesus alone, through mm-hmm. Jesus alone. I think you'd get 100% amens, but if you then interviewed further, you would find out they don't know what salvation means. And they're not, and they don't really know what salvation by Jesus, through Jesus alone means. They very quickly, when you talk about what they believe or why, if they died, would they go to heaven? And you find out their answers is they don't have a clue what causes you to be saved. You know, they think that, you know, Jesus is arrogant or, you know, it's my way or the highway. And quite honestly, it is his way or the highway. Yeah. And um, at his name, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I think you should find out for yourself whether or not he's real. Yeah. Because you could try Zen, you could try Buddha, you could try Gandhi, you could try crystals or Satan, Satan, what's it called? Satanism? <laughs> yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, I believe you'll be lacking. You'll still feel like there's this, this hole because in us there's a God shaped hole that only Jesus Christ fits in. You're listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Oroville, where we discuss Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is available anywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rating or a review, and let us know what you think so that more people can get involved with the conversation about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. Welcome to The Uncommon Truth. My name is Max. I'm here with Steve and Vicky Orsillo. Hello. And we're, Hello. In, we're in rainy Orville. It's supposed to be the, the, the Superstorm version 2.0. Is it I really sure, something they're calling it? I don't know. That's I what, sure hope so. That's yeah. what your daughter Danielle told me it was, the oh, superstorm. Good. good. Danielle's always right. I was out there. Uh, About the weather. I was out there late last night. We have this camper that, that friends of ours gave us. I don't know if I've told the people on the podcast, but it's it's like a fixer-upper. Yeah. It mostly works, but, you know, there's there's things. We want to repaint it and redo the floor like and everything. Mostly works. It's an 86 Toyota Dolphin. We're mm. super excited about it. Wow. And uh, it struck me. As I'm looking at like four days, five days straight of heavy rainfall, thinking I should Rough. probably put a tarp on that thing because I'm about 90% sure it's, <laughs> it's it doesn't leak. But you know, it, I definitely find out after five the days. The 10% of rain. being wrong would be kind of unfortunate. Right. So then I, I felt like uh, I felt like I was in a movie last night, like uh, Back to the Future when they're trying to put the 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 wire together in the thunderstorm i'm trying to get a tarp on top of a like a Flying 14 foot tall in the rain in the in rain the and the wind yeah so did you get it on i did wow that's yeah. a good story Our wind it, was i definitely i definitely fit into the neighborhood <laughs> doing yeah. that now we're, tarping now we're. up an rv at night <laughs> Yeah. In the rain. What a great neighborhood this is. <laughs> Quit putting Praise it down, Max. <laughs> you just yeah, dude, you brought our real estate down. I just down. hang out in the in the RV and fix it up. I don't live there, okay? <laughs> I, we were thinking when so last week we did the importance of forgiveness. I thought that was a very it good was a really sh- very good, good show. show. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so a very important. important show. I was very talking important. to our friend Johnny Bowers who's uh he's from Orville and he's a pastor of the Father's House. Yes. 
and he wants to use the camper for uh, for like guys biking trips where you go and oh, you guys will put the bikes on the top and then go and, and just ride bikes, mountain bikes mm-hmm. all day. And listen to the importance camper, of forgiveness while and, you're riding. And, and camp afterwards, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So then he said, and then during the week, it can just be like the mobile uh, inner healing van. You just, oh. Vicky, you just show up, come on in. You can bring it to you. Because, <laughs> think, come on in. I think you should just bring it along and just keep listening to the importance of forgiveness on the, on the, uh, on your BMX track or whatever Hallelujah. it's called. What's it called? Is it BMX? What do you, what's it, no, what do you guys BM, call? BMX what are, are the little bikes. What do you the call? Little, what's yours? Mountain bike. Okay. Mountain biking. You're, that sounds more masculine. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about mountains because I've got a beard. You look like oh, Jeremiah. Really? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Max. <laughs> I said, oh, really? Anyway, so that's that's where we're at. It's rainy Oroville. It's supposed to be a few, uh, like 18 feet of snow on in Lake Tahoe. Really? Yeah, in the next few days. That's good because yeah. we need it down here. Yeah, we need that runoff and everything. The That's lake, right. the lake only fills up this time of year, right? Correct. Our our big lake, Orville. Springtime. And runoff. I was up there with some of the guys, and it was low. Yeah. It was pretty low. Yeah, it goes way down. When I first saw it, when the first weekend I came out to Orville, I saw it, and I thought to myself, "Man, they really over-engineered this thing. There's no way this thing ever fills up." And then about <laughs> three months later, you guys were all hanging out. You had the whole church hanging out in your front yard, your backyard, and your house, and your basement yeah. because it, it was overflowing. So, yeah, the evacuation, yeah. the great evacuation of the dam bursting. Yeah, 2017, yeah. wasn't it? Like they said, it was 40 minutes from bursting. Yeah. And then uh, everybody ended up at your house for, what, fun. like a week? Yeah. Well, uh, four, two and a half days. Four days, I think. Okay. Two and a half days. Yeah. There we go. She's Anywhere always from right two and a half days to a week. So it was three. We're all about accuracy <laughs> on the uncommon truth. So today we're going to be talking about, we, we've been doing this series, we call it season two, um, and I've called it season three before, but it's season two. We've been doing a series about the message points of the Father's House Church, and um, it's we're not a father's house church podcast we're a jesus podcast and you guys are the senior pastors of the father's house church um but these message points are the things when you guys started the church these are the things that were super important and um and i i wanted to highlight them in this season because i think they're very some of them are controversial some of them aren't but they're all very important uh wherever people are at whether you're listening here in in california or if you're one of our canadian listeners or South Africa, Dominican Republic. We had somebody listen in Russia this week. So, uh, Dasvidaniya. Yeah, thank you very that. much. Spasiba. Dang it. Go, go for it. Well, you, I couldn't remember. I looked at das, Daspadonia. Daspatunias. <laughs> How do you I say don't it? Oh. There you go. Bedonias, I think. Welcome, Russia. Yeah. Thank you. So, anyway, yeah, wherever you're Welcome. at, these, these are really important things to hear um, about Christianity. And not just Christianity, but as you guys say around here, Christianity that actually works, right? Yes, One yes. that is is efficacious to bring you life and peace. And that's a very, big word, right? Very, I woke up Vicky well, there. very important point. So so yes. this, these are things that that's not just normal Christianity, although it kind of is normal Christianity, but this is Christianity that, that actually works in your life and in, in the lives of others. So the, the point we're talking about today is salvation is through jesus alone and yep. Amen. and if i were to say that in a in a room full of christians then that wouldn't be it doesn't seem like a very controversial subject no. it doesn't it seem, seem like, it, like it it seems yeah. kind of elementary they would agree with it. like maybe this should be like a five-minute podcast Correct. instead of like a 35-minute podcast right uh, but when when we actually dig into it 
I think there's a lot there that we either we take for granted mm -hmm. or we haven't really unpacked. So I wanted to get into what it means, um, salvation through Jesus alone. What does that mean? So starting off, what do we mean by salvation? Are we all saying the same thing? So I think in that crowd of Christians, you say salvation is by Jesus alone, through mm -hmm. Jesus alone. I think you'd get 100% amens, but if you then interviewed further, you would find out they don't know what salvation means, mm. and they're not, and they don't really know what salvation by Jesus through Jesus alone means. They very quickly, when you talk about what they believe or why, if they died, would they go to heaven? And you find out their answers is they don't have a clue what causes you to be saved, mm. and not all of them. I mean, I'm just. You'd right. find that out a much, a you'd, have a, you'd have a hundred percent agreement, but that isn't true. You don't have, they don't know what they're agreeing to. Mm -hmm. And if you had a 70%, there were really understood that, or, you know, any number you want to say, there are people like lambs just led to the slaughter. There's, they're heading in a direction, not knowing what they believe and not knowing what they believe in salvation in a nutshell is I don't get what I deserve. I don't have to pay for my sins. In the Bible, it's clear that God, it requires blood for sins to be forgiven. It requires a sacrifice. And Jesus is the sacrifice for my sins. And because of that, when I stand before God, I should appear as perfect, as holy. Because Jesus covers my sins, wipes, washes them away. And there I am looking like Jesus in front of the father, in front of the judgment seat mm. of Christ. He's there too. And I am saved from the punishment of my sins by the sacrifice of Jesus's cross and his scourging. So there's the whipping post, then the cross, then the uh, the burial and the descending into hell, mm. the tearing the doors off and preaching the gospel and then the resurrection. And all of that provides for me the ability to not get what I deserve for my sins in God's eyes. Now, the whole world has a different opinion. It wouldn't be in their eyes. But just talking from what God says, how God says he sees it. And what he says will be the truth. And I think that we should probably listen to the Lord and follow the Lord and believe what he says. Hmm. And what he says is salvation, the rescuing of you from your sins and the uniting with the father as a father, as God and becoming his sons and daughters is all possible through Christ alone, through Jesus alone. And the Bible says it really clearly, clearly that salvation is through Jesus alone. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he's Lord, but not all knees will be justified. Only those who trust in him for their salvation. Hmm. Only those whose trust in him is translated believe and believe is defined by a lifestyle, a lifestyle of living out your faith hmm. in his salvation. So I hope I define salvation and then really we need to discuss through Jesus alone. Yeah. Bible says that there is no salvation except through Jesus alone. It's it's the only name under heaven or on earth by which men can be saved. 
saved and salvation are exactly the same thing. You know, I don't know what to call them about, you know, the verbs and adjectives and all yeah. that stuff. I don't I don't know how that all works, but I do know that that is interchangeable, saved and salvation. And only through Jesus Christ will is there any way for man to be saved. Jesus said, no man comes unto the father lest he come through me. It's very clear on the cross. Jesus says, why have you forsaken me? Father, father, why have you forsaken me? Because Jesus became sin on the cross. And the father looks away from the sin. And Jesus, for the first time in eternity, is separated. The word of God is separated from the father God. Mm. And he dies, pays for those sins. If I want to get to the father, I got to go through that sacrifice. What that no man comes to the father, lest he come through me, is that word believe and trust by being forgiven and then following and living with Jesus so that you can be with the Father. You can have a Father in heaven because Jesus set you free. If he can't look on sin, I'm doomed. But if Jesus cleanses my sin, I'm undoomed. Mm -hmm. I am now not facing my doom. That's salvation. I get to stand before the Father looking like the perfection of Jesus Christ. Now, this is the gospel in a nutshell. This is the story. This is why we want people to find him, find Jesus, and follow him. Mm -hmm. Is because we want them to be able to stand before the Father, trust him as a father like a toddler trusts a father, and believe in him through Jesus Christ. Through the sacrifice of the cross, the whipping post, the nails, mm -hmm. the humiliation, and last but not least, the becoming sin so that we can be forgiven. If he if his blood does not cover you because you did not believe in him, then your blood will pay for your sins. Hmm. Um, wow. and if you don't if you don't way. if you don't like it, um, I, you can't talk to me about it. It's that you don't believe what what I believe. You don't believe that the Bible is true. I do. Hmm. And there's many reasons for that. Mostly that following Jesus, finding Jesus and following him has worked for my life. Yeah, it has worked for my life to have the fruit of the spirit. I have had a great deal of evidence of his presence in my life. I've had so many things happen. I have evidence that this faith I have in him, this power of forgiveness is real and evident in my life. And if, and if you would just, all you have to do is try it. You don't have to spend your whole life to find out. I took 20 seconds and found out. You just have to come to him and find out if anything is real. And if it is, go a little further and find out if something else is real. Mm. But there will be no salvation except through Jesus alone. Mm. And many, many, many of, of the deities that man has followed have said, I know a way to the truth. I can show you a way to the truth. I am a God. I am your God. But not one of them said, I am the only God. Hmm. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. And he and many people said he's a great teacher. He's a he loved. He taught love. Prophet. He was a great man, a prophet. But I'm telling you, he said, the only way to the father is through me. No one comes to the father unless they come through me. There is no salvation except through me. And he says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Anyone who comes after me 
will have eternal life. Uh, it's just said in so many different ways. And that's not a good man if it's not true. That's a liar if it's not yeah. true. That's someone who's leading you astray that there's other ways or you just have to sit there and not be bad. Now, when people say the examples people have given me on many occasions, I can think of two right off the top of my head. One is they say I'm a good person. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't say being a good person. There is no good, good enough person. Bible says, and again, this is God's communication to us. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The Romans wages 3, of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm -hmm. And so the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's an absolute statement of fact, in my opinion. It's what I've experienced. And so uh, the other excuse people have given is that I haven't killed anyone. Yeah. One guy said to me, I'm an American, aren't I? But the, the most common would be, I'm a good person, and I haven't killed anyone, have I? So I'm going to heaven. And that's just not how salvation works. Mm. Jesus is the only source of information we should listen to about how salvation works. Mm. And that is that if anyone comes after me, he must deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow me. One guy said, how can I have eternal life? And after proving that he didn't obey the commandments. He said, you still lack one thing. You got to come follow me. Hmm. If you want eternal life, you got to come follow me. I'm the only one that's going to get you eternal life. Come follow me. Come believe in me. Come trust in me. That's what it means. Hmm. So I'm, I'm listening to that. And I think of, so we, we talked about that room. You talk to a room full of Christians and they'll, they'll all raise their hand. Yeah, I believe salvation is through Jesus alone, but Maybe they don't all, they're not all thinking about the same salvation or maybe even thought of what salvation is. Right. But then there's another group of people where you would say, you know, salvation is through Jesus. And, uh, and they're not Christians. And they would say, wasn't well, that pretty arrogant to say that you know the truth and it just happens to be what you believe in that is the only way? Have you ever met anybody like that, Vicki? Oh, yeah, that, that, is, that is all the time. I mean, you know, in the, the years that we've been saved, um, and on, quite honestly, before I would got have before I got saved, I probably would have been in that ballpark, ball field, ball state park, stadium, or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is. Um, because it's Mind like, set. how dare you tell me how you know that there's there's one way, yeah. and it's a book. You know, it's it's you know people who don't know it's it's a book, and um, when you take the twenty second challenge like I did 1979, I realized it was just not a book; it was a person. It was God. And, it, and for us, it's like it set us free. We, you know, the tr you will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. That's a promise that Jesus says that you will know him. Mm. And um, so if you haven't taken that challenge to find out whether or not he's real, he said, Behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. And if you open the door, I'll know you and you'll know me. Yeah, so come in and eat with you. And come and eat, yeah. It's like it's like he will not impose his will on you. He gives you free choice. So if you're out there right now and you're like, yeah, you're one of those people, I would just challenge you take 20 seconds to find out whether or not he's real because hmm. he said he is. And I've experienced it and Steve has experienced it and so have you and the, and the forgiveness of your sins. So there's many people that believe that. You know, they think that, you know, Jesus is arrogant or, you know, it's my way or the highway. And quite honestly... It is his way or the highway. Yeah. And um, at his name, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Um, so um, 
it, it, it is there. And um, I think you should find out for yourself whether or not he's real. Yeah. Because you could try Zen, you could try Buddha, you could try Gandhi, you could try crystals or Satan, Satan what's it called? Satanism? <laughs> yeah. You know, and the end of the day, I believe you'll be lacking. You'll still feel like there's this, this hole because in us there's a God-shaped hole that only Jesus Christ fits in. Mm. You could try to plug in everything you can. And I did. Before I got saved, I tried everything. And I still wasn't happy until I asked Jesus Christ into my life and realized, oh, my goodness, he really is real. Hmm. And he's the author and the completer of our faith. He's the one that wrote it. He's the one that designed it. He's, you know, he was, always was, and always was, will be. I mean, I'm struggling with my verbiage. verbiage. Um, <laughs> yeah. i got to get my teeth fixed. Um, anyway, so I don't know if that answered your question. Steve probably could answer a little bit better. I, no? I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, thought you did great. I think the, you know, people say, well, isn't isn't it arrogant to believe yeah. that that Jesus that you know the only truth? Yeah. Well, if you think about it, other ways that we know truth and fact and stuff. And if I asked you, like, what's two plus two, you'd say four, right? Well, yeah. I mean, today we're almost like, well, don't don't the other numbers feel left out? <laughs> yeah, right. Give them a prize. <laughs> on, everybody, let's, everybody let's wins. Let's try. Can't two plus two be seven? Yeah. Because a, a seven probably feels bad that it's not the yeah. answer to two plus two. Right. But that's almost the same logic we use when we say when people say that's that's arrogant to believe that that you have a truth claim. But it, but don't they also say before you believe there's a veil that's over your eyes yeah. and that it's very difficult for you to believe. Yeah. Until yeah. I think the due time or whatever, it's like the, there's a veil and they don't get it. You can look at the world today as Christians and go, what the heck is happening? Wrong mm. is right and right is wrong. I believe it has all to do with the, the veil and Satan is yeah. the, um, he's the, uh, he, he's deceit and he's lies and yeah. he's the one that causes all kinds of confusion. So I think there's a veil over our hearts and our eyes and, and there is, it feels like there's an arrogance saying this is the only way, but I didn't write the book, mm. but I did experience the author and for 42 years he's been true, he's real. And Steve and I sometimes stand around going, you know, this is this is crazy that we fa we found Jesus and He we found us. To, we get to know. We yeah. get to know, and when so many people don't get to know, and they're fumbling around in the dark, you know, and believing that possessions or success or prestige or children or family is what's going to cause you to be happy, and it's very simple. It's Jesus. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost like saying if you're a, you're a firefighter and you go in to rescue somebody from a burning building and say there's one way out of this joint and i know it follow me and they say isn't that arrogant do you think there's only one way out of this place that's good or that you think you know the way you yeah. think you know the way yeah. who are you yeah, who <laughs> right? are you there is a, when we do get that and i understand i actually understand it because it, it is it is <clears throat> fascinating and fabulous that god is real and Jesus came and died on the cross, and he was real. He's not a, he's not a Disney character in a movie. He really is real, and, and the Holy Spirit's come to live in our life, which is pretty fabulous and pretty fantastic. And he really did make the world, and there really will be a judgment seat. And Jesus came to take away my sin so I can have... Um, so I can be perfect like he's perfect, or at least try to. It is, it is fabulous. Yeah. And there's fruit of what you believe. There's all kinds of fruit of what you believe. And, and nobody, I personally am not asking people to have blind faith. I'm asking them to seek, and they'll find. Yeah. Study. Um, and, and to just, I mean, trusting in Jesus is like falling backwards, hoping someone will catch you. And it's like there's an, invis it's an invisible someone. And praying and trusting him, 
I think that the big fight, the big struggle for everyone started and stopped with the idea that you become a Christian, you believe, you trust for the benefit of you. So good. In this life. There are many promises about the benefit of you, but the reason given for why you should believe is eternal life. It's, it's salvation. And I think that the me, me, me teaching that it's about God's love for you and about knowing and having a revelation of how much he loves you, I think that's a perfect uh, message. But I think that when it becomes the major mm. of everyone's life, then Christianity becomes all about me. I'll become a Christian and I'll try it with you. But if it just doesn't feed me or give me all the things that you've promised me it would, then I'm going to decide it's not true. And I'm going to go say, been there and done that and not serve him anymore. I'm going to fade away. And what you'll hear them people do is they'll never use the name of Jesus in their conversation or prayer. They will call him God or Father God. Even though they're living immorally, they'll still pray, hoping that somehow... Their, their faith will cause them to have salvation. Hmm. Their faith in a generic ideal, like God will protect me. God's got my back. And it'll always be God, and it'll be generic. But salvation is through Jesus alone. Hmm. And it's trust in him. And no man comes to the Father lest he come through me, Jesus says. It's very specific funnel. You got to go through. You can be caught up in the wide throat of the th funnel, but to get through, you got to get to the very specific point hmm. that leads you in the door. The, and Jesus called it the narrow door, yeah. the narrow way, and said, "Few find it because they're all looking for the wide, easy way." Yeah. He said the other one was narrow and hard, and who wants hard? <laughs> But yeah. it's the idea that this life, serving yeah. Jesus, is all about making this life blessed. But that's because we as Christians communicate it that way. What this life is, is a faith test, a walk of faith, whether things go good or bad. And uh, in the end, the reward is salvation, which is eternal. I mean, eternal we're talking life. a long time. And so... I think we go uh, too far in sharing with, uh, we share Jesus, we share all the blessings that will come your way. And I think we bypass, we ignore, and we downsell the idea that you come and follow Jesus and all your sins will be forgiven. All that you've done wrong will be forgotten. We don't make that the biggest, the biggest blessing of all. That is the essence of salvation, that I am perfect. I am seen as perfect by God because Jesus became my sin. My sin was put on him and he suffered the penalty for my sin. And I come in to be grateful for that action and serve him. Right. How can I serve you, God, as if he needs my help? And the miracle is that he lets me work for him. He gives me calling. He chooses me to go out and, in our case, feed hungry help poor, love on the unlovable, seek after the least of these that nobody wants around them, and give them showers, give them love, do the best we can to take care of them, tell them that God loves them, but that he wants for them to come into a relationship with him and love him. Good. Mm. And that's 
in my opinion, the most important reason so many people just can't abide or walk along with what we tell them because they've already heard 500 times the wrong version of it's all about God blessing you. We'll be right back with our final segment of The Uncommon Truth in just a second. Don't go away. Has your faith taken a beating in the past year? Or maybe the pandemic has made it hard to go to church and maintain connection. Regardless, if you're having a hard time knowing how to grow in your relationship with Jesus, try the engaging online classes from School of Transformation Light. This is what SOT Light students are talking about. I have become so much more solid in knowing Jesus and who he is and how his sacrifice on the cross changed everything. Throughout this course, the information, the Bible, the teaching finally sunk into my heart instead of stopping at my head. It helped me identify the lies I've believed about myself and allowed Jesus to reveal the truth in my identity and what he is doing in my life. I know many people who are searching like I was, and I know these courses will impact their lives as they have mine. I'm a new person. Jesus' life has completely changed me. He is worth following. The live online modules offered by SOT Light are the perfect way to go deeper with Jesus, no matter where you are. Based on the life-changing curriculum of the Father's House School of Transformation, you'll dive deeper into who Jesus is and who that makes you. If you're interested in the School of Transformation Light, visit transformationschool.org today. Yeah, when you're talking about the the wide funnel and and uh, Jesus saying the road is narrow and few find salvation, right? Yeah, it narrows and, the door. Yeah, it's it's always narrow. It's the narrow gate, narrow door, narrow road. Uh, I I was here. I was hearing a secular psychologist talk about the sayings of Jesus and actually how much truth there is if you just take them at like wise wise sayings. Even in that way, there's a lot of truth. You know, if, if there's one way to get, uh, one place you need to get to, there's a, a dozen different ways that you can do it wrong, but there's only one way to do it right. If, I mean, you build houses, there's a million different ways that you could build a house wrong. There's not that, that many ways that you can do it right. right. It's, there's a way to do it right, and there's a lot of ways to do it wrong. And we, we, we just know that in our, in our mind, right? Uh, and that's why we Google stuff. What's the right way to do this? What's the right way to do that? I need help with this. Um, but yet when it comes to Jesus saying, you have to come through me to find the one way for the most important thing in life, we kind of like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll figure it out on my own. Thanks. Right? It's good. So so say we we find Jesus. We, we, we figure out who Jesus is. We say, okay, I want, I want you in my life, Jesus. Can we just add him to whatever else we're doing? Is it just we just need some Jesus? Is that how it works? I think when, um, no, it's not. It's how it does work with what Steve was talking about in the generic sense of bless me, bless me, bless me, you know. But in if you read Jesus in context in um, in the New Covenant, that's not at all how it is. It's it's like you ask him to join your life, um, uh, you're, you, you you want him to to guide your life. You want him to be to follow him and not just like bless me, bless me. I'm, I'm. It's actually literally I'm following you. You're when you come into my heart, 
I'm literally following you. I'm, mm-hmm. My brain needs to be washed. My heart needs to be washed. I need to know the truth, and it needs to be. I need to be set free. In what? So, I think that's the problem. I think this is a confusion. Sometimes it's just kind of like, um, you come and join me. When we say, well, "Jesus, come into your life," you know, we pray, "Come into my life, Jesus." Yeah. Um, it's almost like a stamp of approval, and I think that's really wrong. It's really we join Jesus's life. Mm. We jump into Jesus, and now my my future, my goals, my aspirations are are actually what He wants for me. His story. It's His story. It's history. His story. But I think that's a confusion sometimes. Is that we just He comes into our life and just joins us with whatever. Right. Nothing changes. We're right. just going to do exactly what we're doing. Only he now He's got pursuit. our back. He joins our pursuit. Correct. And and I I believe that when you ask Him in your life, you should join His pursuit. So it's kind of confusing sometimes because Christians, that's what we say. We yeah, say, the communication yeah, come into our life, Jesus, and take away our sins. And, you know, um, and but the truth is, is that it's all about him. It's his story. Mm. And so I think that has caught in the 42 years I've been a Christian. I think that's really been co-opted and corrupted. And uh, hand, there's been a lot of changing um, the vernacular. But no, it, it is absolutely you join his life, what he mm-hmm. has for you. Your his pursuits become your pursuit. His mind becomes your mind. His, his heart becomes your heart. His, his plan, hands, yeah. his plans become your plans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a story. You know, like you know, Derek, one of our in our son-in-laws and the director of of the school of transformation. He he trained for twelve years, fourteen years to be, go in the NFL. Yeah. He thought that you know, and he asked Jesus in his life, and he out of his own mouth he would say that he did it kind of to bless him to get to the NFL. You know, yeah. there's a little bit of that you know, kind of stamp of approval. And when the Lord just, you know, let him pursue it for a while and, then, and just kind of said, changed his his strategy, it was difficult, but Derek did it. But he allowed Jesus to, now this is what we're really doing. Um, I don't know if I said that right, yeah. but um, it really is. I think there, there's so much confusion in the Christian church now. It really feels like it's a little bit of a bless me club. Come bless my life. Yeah. And, you know, I think in the last three and a half years, Steve and I have had a little bit of a, I don't say I want to say a rude awakening, but there has been a revelation that you you could go through hard times. And he says, when you build your house on the rock, when there when the storms come, and I think sometimes we're surprised when the storms come, yeah. when cancer arrives at your door or death or or, fire. or fires or dams breaking. Yeah, um, it's it's you have to step back. And, and really realize what do I really believe about the character who mm-hmm. God is and who he is in my life. Yeah. Because Jesus talks all about, you know, you count it all joy as you go through these things, you know, or, or build your house in the rock. Don't and be surprised. Don't if you're be hated. surprised if you're hated, you know. And then you mm-hmm. just look, then just look at his guys, look at his, his yeah. apostles. They weren't surprised. Yeah, I, but but I imagine before they got in that upper room, they would they would they were shocked that Jesus was killed, you know, massacred. Yeah. So we always I think I think that's a misnomer is that we it's a bless me club and that you just he just joins your life and you nothing really changes. I think people forget to talk about the guys teaching all this stuff in the epistles. All died violent deaths. Violent. Yeah. Now John massacred. John didn't, but he was boiled in oil according to <laughs> Tur- a guy named Tertullian. He wrote a historical that John was boiled in oil and survived. That'd be I mean, horrible. come on, they and all exiled, went, right? yeah, yep. and he was running all the time in Ephesus. He was hiding, <laughs> doing healing services, preaching the gospel, and then he ends up in Rome, sneaking around all the time, trying yep. to lead slaves and and all these different uh, bottom bottom street people to Jesus, 
and started raising, he started reaching the aristocracy of the Roman region, you know, and he ended up back in Ephesus. I'm not sure which one he was at first, but he ended up in Ephesus and where he looks like he died. We think he died, but everybody else meant violent deaths and they all had to run for their life to preach mm -hmm. the gospel. And I don't think today we want to hear that because that should not be the outcome of believing in a bless me Jesus yeah. wow, that's good. who comes to fill me with gifts and, mm -hmm. and talents and bless everything I lay my hand to. Yeah, he's and like I'll, that bobblehead dashboard Jesus, right? Yeah. Always saying yes to you. Oh, yeah. You yeah, I never heard that one. That's good. But uh, that's good. Bobblehead Jesus. Do you never see those? The, I know, know bobbleheads. I don't know about you Jesus. Never, I thought they were a thing from, from the 70s. They no. probably bobblehead are. Bobblehead Jesus on the yeah, dashboard. I just Jesus. never heard the description of he's always saying yes. Well, it just came to me. Yeah, yeah that's, really I mean, that's good. That's what the bobblehead does. Like, oh, I just had want. revelation from God. Wow. Came yeah. through you. you yeah, that's you, amazing. I, I sounded just like you. You can use it on Sunday. I can use it. And I think, for, I think it's yeah. really, I mean, honestly, that is such an incredible point that we as in, in, in the um, uh, first world country, Christianity, we're first world, right? Yeah. Um, we don't, we want the bless me, and we forget about the Chinese Christians, and we forget about Peter, Paul, you know, uh, yeah. John, and all the guys that were, were tortured all the time and persecuted and ran for their life. And we're just shocked if, you know, if if people are just you know put on Facebook something bad about us, we're like I, we can't believe that. But all the way through, all those men were their lives were taken from them. Yeah, they gave it freely. Mm -hmm. But I mean that's that's you can't have Christianity, you can't have salvation without reading the whole story, history, history of all his 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 first disciples. Yeah. Well, we're shocked that you know. Our house burns down. I mean, it's just so so trivial. But we did have to really con uh, have a lot of conversations regarding well, what do we believe about Jesus? What do we believe about God? We kind of believe that these things would never happen. And mm -hmm. if you stay there, it could cause you not to be a Christian anymore. Yeah. If your if your granddaughter gets leukemia and then passes away, mm -hmm. it could cause you not to be. Well, you know, if that's God, and I've actually heard people say that. Well, if that's God, I don't want it. How mm -hmm. can He do that? How, there's all this suffering in this world. How can he do that? And it's like, I just want to trust in him. He's God. Mm -hmm. I'm not. It's all about salvation. It's all about me getting to heaven and bringing as many people as I can. And he can do what he wants to do, and I want to be okay with it. Yeah, he's yeah. the Lord. He's the Lord. Hmm. Yeah, those guys that followed him early on, they knew exactly what they were getting into, right? Because they just watched their, their leader, who they were literally following around, get killed. And so there's there's that that point where you can be like wash your hands of that. Nah, I'm not. I'm okay. I'm I'm not going to. Which is do what that. I think they did when he was when he was massacred. Yeah. When he got killed. I do think that that they their Christianity. I think that's why they all went back to the fishing and and because they, like us they were like, oh my gosh, I yeah, don't know, I'm, I'm sure not going to choose this. choose that. And only only John was at the actually at the cross, right? Everybody else kind of. As far as we know, John was the only of those yeah. eleven. I mean, all the women hung around, but all the all the guys, the guys took off. What can I say? Right. And um, and so they knew what they were getting themselves into when the Holy Spirit fell, and they actually yes. did go to all these places yes. and and get whipped and so courageous, stoned yeah, he, and dropped we, out we of baskets it. over the city wall. So yeah, we mentioned it. You know, so I didn't be, come to bring peace, but a sword. <laughs> I, you know, you'll be persecuted. If they hate me, they'll hate you. Mother against son. And, they'll be and, yeah, all of those things. So they had pre-warning, and they yeah. and I think what happened was they forgot all that, mm. and remembered it, 
after he died. After the resurrection, when they came and met him on the mountain, I think they remembered all the things he said to them while he was alive because mm. they had all the wrong ideas about him because they weren't listening through his uh, filters. They were listening through their filters, which was they wanted him to be what they wanted him to be. Yeah, which is what and we, we do, do that too, right? Which yeah. is what we do. That's what we were describing at the beginning. Yeah. Was everybody has a, you tell them what we believe. That isn't what they believe. They have mm-hmm. believed through their filter. And I th- we were just saying the most, I think the most damaging filter that Christianity as a whole has given is that it's about, Christianity is about what he does for you. Mm-hmm. And the, it's not. It's about what he's already done for you and what he allows you to do for him. Yeah, wow. Well, I think that's that's a great sum up of the message point of salvation is through Jesus alone. Before we end, I think it would be it would be a shame if we didn't tell people how they could share this. Maybe just like an elevator, you know, you got one elevator ride with somebody. How could somebody at home get this point across to somebody that's around them? Well, so that's putting you on the spot a no, little for bit, me it's but I know that's your wheelhouse. Yeah, it's really that's easy. It's, 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 shouldn't we just read the words of Jesus and follow them? Hmm. Shouldn't we just read the New Covenant? We're New Covenant Christians. Shouldn't we just find out what he said and do it? Honestly, it's, and we get so much pushback from that. But, you know, we're kind of like a broken record. Read Jesus, you know, follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, practically, you know, don't discount anything that he says. Um and that's what I would say is just yeah. read Jesus, follow Jesus, and mm-hmm. do what he says. What would you say? I think some really important messages in an elevator in a five-second window are that I love Jesus, and the other one would be how privileged I am to get to work in his kingdom, how mm-hmm. privileged I am to serve him. I think those are the best, for me, the best Prob, uh, conversation starters when I was young and I had a little more time on the beach and stuff I would use nature mm-hmm. as can isn't it awesome what he made for us yeah uh, as what he's already done and do you know that he provided for us to know him and he made it so we could know him mm-hmm. the one who made all this we get we could know him and I think those are the kind of maybe three of the ideas I have where you just man what a lovely day yeah you know, people twice in my life have said, why are you so happy? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I don't wear that on my face. <laughs> twice I really, in your life. I, no, twice, because I don't really wear it on no, my face. Two, di- two different time periods, right? I walk, no, no, yeah, two times only. No, yeah, I walk around, I walk around, you know, with a look on my face that most people think I'm angry. But inside, I'm just bubbling and singing and yeah. loving. And every once in a while, I, I don't know what to say. I just start singing or something. And you know, two or three times in my life then, uh, people have said, why so happy? Yeah. And I'm usually shocked by the question because my face doesn't usually show it that well. Yeah. But my answer is always the same. I said, you know, because I get to know Jesus Christ. Mm. I get to know God, the creator, because of what Jesus did on the cross. Mm. And I get to say that. And, you know, so far, the people who've asked me usually get mad at me for that answer because Jesus is becoming a negative thing. Yeah. Whereas... Yeah. If, if we communicated Jesus right, he, he's the most beautiful thing that's ever been talked about. That's right. Mm. It's the gl- most glorious story on earth. But we live in these times. Yeah. And so we have to be willing. I'm serving you. Regardless of whether they hate me or not, I'm serving you. Mm. It's good. Yeah. But the truth is, what would you really do in the elevator? I'd look at the floor. <laughs> 
but happily, no, well, but happily. Yeah, but who? You know, we've had two elevator rides with pastors that were we, miraculous. Yeah. We just had one the other day, and and Aaron and, Campbell. But who said anything? Who, who's yeah. the guy that gave him the? Me. You know, no, Jesus took two guys up a hill. That was me. That was me. Okay. Okay. She always takes mine. Well, stories. what I really wanted to say is uh, <laughs> both times she took my story. <laughs> both times. If you want to see uh, Steve's face, uh, you can watch us on YouTube. We uh, He's smiling now. Look at him. Yeah, we, I do tend to smile you, on stuff like this. But just walking through life, I've got so much going on in my head. Yeah, I don't walk around smiling. I, I guess I don't. I, he literally smiling. drove three feet from me today, and I'm part and I'm honking at him. He didn't see me at all. He is no, single I'm, focused. I am well, thinking. you you did sing a song in in the class you taught today. What was it? It was. Um, I found Jesus. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of love and blues. Loving you. Loving you blues. Yeah. You. So, <laughs> Who sings uh, that? Oh no. Idea. Is it Captain Rock. Hook? I, no. I heard Bob. I'm not taking credit for this, but our our musician friend Bob said it was Robert Palmer. It so. might be, but I think it might be Captain Hook too. But I, uh, he probably. Oh, Robert right. Palmer came out way later. I have no. Emerson, idea. Lincoln, Palmer. Oh, it might have been. Anyway, we're now in 4K. We've got a lovely 4K camera that's filming. Oh, us. great! So, uh, every we got lots action. of. You can see all my gray beard hair. Whatever you know. that is, and what a great beard it what is! A, again, you. what a great beard! I you missed know. that opportunity earlier. Best beard in the father's house. Smart, laugh. Thank you. <laughs> so, if you want to see us, you can tune in on YouTube. Uh, we're gonna have some messages about School of Transformation and School of Transformation Light because that's coming up Don't here miss in it. March. Don't miss it's it. It's definitely a huge opportunity to find out firsthand what this means. Um, you get to learn all this stuff yeah. in way more in depth than a podcast can do, but this is a good start. So, uh, School of Transformation—that's for if you got six months, and a lot of you do this time this time of year. Uh, you want to get out of lockdown. Of if you're locked down in Canada or somewhere else, you want to. You know, or you you lost a job, or you've got, you know, unemployment benefits, and you just don't, you can't really go back to work. Something like that. Six months is not actually a whole lot of time to come in and get your life on a rock, uh, and learn really what the sayings of Jesus are and how to follow Him. That's right. And if you can't come, we've got School of Transformation Light, which is uh, three different modules. They run, you know, one, two, three. You have to do two or one before you do two, and two before you do three. But um, they're on Sunday mornings, and they're great. You've done one, Vicky. You've done them. They're really cool. I uh, I get to sit there and click record on the, the yeah, camera. You, you've done them. about eight of them, haven't you? Yeah, I've, I've been in all of them. <laughs> and they're they're actually astonishing, uh, yeah. the amount of information they're that gets covered yeah. in, uh, in on a Sunday morning. Yeah. And so those are over Zoom. They're in person. Uh, there's lots of stuff there. So we'll have all that information in the in the description below the podcast episode. And I think for I would just encourage you, if you haven't listened to Mondays, which what episode would that be? Yeah, last week it was uh, season two, episode three. Yeah, yep. that's the importance of forgiveness is probably um, the most important after salvation. That it really lays out the importance of forgiveness. Um, I think that'd be a good one to go back and listen to. It's yep. probably the most important scripture that we ignore in yeah. 21st century Christianity. And we did too for many years. So if you missed that one, go back. And uh, this series will continue next week. We're uh, we're going through the message points of the Father's House Church. So definitely stick with us, and we'll see you next week. God bless you guys. Thanks, guys. God bless you.